Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Christine Hassler, keynote speaker, retreat facilitator, spiritual psychologist, life coach, and host of the top-rated podcast, over it and on with it, shared a story of a time when she did not follow her yes and ended up hurting her back after she did something she knew she shouldn't have. Well, Christine, thank you again for the incredible interview and all the great information you shared there. And I want to ask if you would do us a favor and, and help us to illustrate the importance of following our yes, our internal guidance in our partnerships. And where I'd love to have you start is if you'd share with us a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe at that time, right in that moment, you didn't even realize you had a yes. But then you look back and you're like, oh man, it was so clear. I had, my gut was telling me what to do and I still didn't do it. Tell us about Mm. that time. Well, I had a very recent experience with this. um, And so I'll share it. It has to do with, I was at a seminar and one of the other participants had this fancy chiropractic technique. And um. everyone was doing it and I went into the bathroom and I just asked my intuition, like, am I better off like not doing this? And the answer was yes. So basically it was saying, don't, don't do it. You're fine. You know, I was like, am I good? Do I really need this? And it was Mm -hmm. like, no. So I'm better off without it. Yes. 
I was like, okay, clear. But then I went back in the room and I saw everybody else getting the adjustment. And they're like, oh, that's amazing. And da, da, da. so I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll do it. So I didn't, didn't listen to my intuition. And I actually said yes when the real answer was no and got on the table, had the adjustment. And that was two months ago. And I'm still recovering from like a bad neck sprain that has been like constant pain. Wow. <laughs> yes. So that's a great example of like not listening to our body, like really not listening to our body. And, and for me, the learning was, um, not giving my power away, like not putting someone that I deem a healer on a mm -hmm. pedestal and really listening to my inner yes versus what they think is a yes for me. So like a lot of times a healer or someone else could say something's a yes for you, but we have to listen to our own intuition. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's such a great example of, like you said, where we give our authority away. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you're the mm -hmm. expert or I hired you as a consultant. So even though this sounds like the dumbest idea ever, I'm still going to do it because I yep. want to be a good student. Well, part of yep. being a good student is saying, yeah, that doesn't work. Exactly. Yeah, that's a great example. And I'm sorry, your neck is, is still suffering. Oh, me too. But it's 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 helped me discover float, float tanks, which are beautiful. Oh, and I'm definitely nice. a yes to float tanks. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Excellent. Well, let's flip this around, Christine, and, and share with us a, a time when not only did you have the yes, this time you did follow it. What happened then? Yeah. Okay. So I moved out of LA into Encinitas in the beginning of 2017. And I had a dream house right on the ocean, like dream house. And at the end of last year, my landlord just, kicked, she's like, I don't want to renew your lease. I don't want anyone living here. You have to move. And it was very sudden and she was very mean about it. And I kept getting this intuition to not get another place, to put my stuff in storage and just go travel. And I'm a Virgo, like I like to be grounded. I just, I didn't want to put my stuff in storage, but I kept getting go, go, don't sign a lease, go travel, be free, be free. And so I followed that yes. And I put my stuff in storage and the first place I went was Australia because I found, I felt like a call there and I spent a month there, but then I came back to the States because I had to speak or I, I don't like to say had to speak. I got to speak. I love speaking. And then I went back to Australia in April. Something kept pulling me there. And then I came back and I still wasn't getting a yes to move in. Like I was still hearing be free, be free. Don't sign a lease. So I just kept following that. Yes. Following that. Yes. Following that. Yes. And the story's too long to go into the details, but ultimately that choice to follow that yes, to not move into a new place and sign, not sign a lease led directly to meeting my now fiance who happens to be Australian, which was why I was getting that pull to there. And if I had not followed that yes, moved into a new place and not went and traveled, I never would have met the love of my life. Bam. <laughs> And you know what I love about that, Christine? Not only that you met the love of your life, congratulations. I love the fact that it wasn't like, oh, I went there and the third day I was there, I met the love of my life. Oh, gosh, no. Uh-uh. No, it was, I had to, it was like five months of massive uncertainty. Yeah. And then eventually he showed up and it was like one step led to the next. It was all so divinely orchestrated and I had to just keep listening. Is it time to find a place? Is it time to settle down or do I stay floating? Do I stay floating? And every time I asked, do I stay floating? Do I stay in the uncertainty? The answer was yes. And that was a hard yes to follow because I even fractured my foot and I was limping around in a boot. So it's like, oh, like I, I so wanted just to get a place and not listen to the yes but I'm so glad I did. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's, it's such a great example. Like you said, it was uncomfortable. It wasn't your ideal, but something said, do it. And you're like, okay, 
Oh, yep, keep exactly. Keep doing it. Because what you're doing is you're going from yes to yes to yes, even if you don't understand the yes. Yep. And that's exactly. the whole key. And yeah, you, what a perfect example of the payoff. So yeah, that's the whole process of surrender. Like yes. surrender isn't an instant gratification kind of thing. Surrender mm -hmm. is like, all right, so you get a, you take this leap of faith, but you're going to have a free fall for a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. You just got to stay in there. That's a great example. Thank you for sharing that story. Sure. Kate Ekman, confidence coach, creator of the Full Spirit Workout, motivational speaker and author shared a story of a time when she did follow her yes and led her to one of the greatest experiences of her life. Well, Kate, I, I want to thank you again for the amazing interview and all that you shared with us. And I, I want to ask you if you would help us to, to shed some light on the importance and the power in following our yes, that internal guidance that all of us have. And sometimes we listen to and sometimes we don't. And where I'd like you to start is if you would share with us a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in that moment, you didn't even realize you had it. But you look back and you're like, that was so clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do. I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. I feel like I experienced that time somewhat, somewhat often when it comes to eating. And my internal GPS says to me, you know, you can't have that pizza. You know, you can't have pasta again tonight. You know, you don't need that third glass of wine. And so that's the yes. And I think for all of us, how many times have we had the third glass of wine or four or five or six? How many times is like, I don't care. I'm, I've had a rough day. I'm having the pizza and I'm going to eat seven slices when I'm full after two. But I need to stuff down these feelings or a dog like, hey, I want to go for a walk. Hey, I want to exercise. And instead we choose to stay on the couch. And I'm not saying any of th those things are bad. Sometimes you do need to rest and stay on the couch. And sometimes pizza is in order, especially if you're in Italy as much as I am. But I think that's a lot of times I have felt I've betrayed my yes and have betrayed myself when I hear my internal dialogue, internal dialogue saying, you know, you can't eat that. And I eat it anyway. That is such a great example, because I think, I mean, obviously we have multiple chances a day to pay attention. But it's also something that, you know, every one of us has done that. Every one of us has had the extra glass of wine or the, the ate half the pizza when you didn't really need to and all those kind of things, right? <laughs> and it's like, we know the answer, but we're so like, I don't want that to be the answer. I'm going to go ahead and do it. Or we're just totally unconscious, right? You, your comment about having that extra glass of wine, I, I was talking with a friend about this the other day. You know, how many times are you out at a restaurant Maybe with a group of people, maybe just with a, one person. And the waiter comes by and says, would you like another drink? And you don't even think, do I want another drink? You just go, yeah. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you order it, you're like, why did I order that? I don't really want that. And you know you don't. But you don't stop it. You don't go back and go, hey, I changed my mind. You still do it. And now you have that extra drink. And then they come around again. <laughs> you're like, yep. <laughs> and it's amazing how much we choose not to choose. We just go, yeah, sure, it, I guess everybody else is. Well, yeah, but everybody else isn't you. Such a great point. And I think it's, again, the word conscious and unconscious yeah. and going back to mindfulness. And a big place to be mindful is, is when you're eating. I think especially me, I've been known to 
you know, been watching a football game and that's where they show all the pizza commercials. So you order it. It's like, you just had pizza yesterday. You know, you don't get it to have it again today. And then you watch it in front of the game and your team's losing. So then you eat more or you're not paying attention and you're just eating. And so I think just a, a practice I love is just eating in silence, being more mindful. And then when you hear that voice, it's like what you said, I, we all hear it. It's just a lot of us choose not to listen. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, no, no, the voice is confused. The voice really means eat more. It's like, that's not what the voice is saying. Stop. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's let's turn this around then, Kate. What What's a time in your life when you had a clear yes, and this time you followed it? You'd not just recognized it, but you did follow it. Tell us that story. I, that, again, I just go with what comes up instantly. And I was a TV news anchor and reporter for years. And I chose to leave the business and move to Africa. I was in Zimbabwe working as a uh, wildlife reporter for Travel Africa magazine. And so it wasn't the um, quote unquote smart choice as far as maybe money or there were a lot of rumblings in the, the market I was in. Like, can you believe Kate Ekman's leaving the business? Can you believe she's quitting her job and going to Africa and with what job and what's she going to do after that? And it's all those practical, logical, um, ego brain questions that say, what are you going to do? What are you going to do about money? Well, how long are you going to stay there? Where are you going to live? Just all of those things. And I just really chose to follow my heart and see it as a once in a lifetime opportunity I was ready to leave the business. And so I saw it again as like, what a great opportunity to just leave and go and go there and have this new experience. And everything worked out is the moral of the story. And to this day, that has been one of the most transformative, enlightening, incredibly beautiful experiences of my life. And I'm so glad I did it, not because it was sexy and comfortable and have paid a lot of money or any of that stuff. It was uncomfortable. I made like no money. And, you know, I ended up breaking up with my boyfriend after it because he was in Africa as well. So it's just like, but it was, it was such a good win and such a good example of following my yes, not because it made sense and it was glamorous and whatever, but because my heart just was like, you got to do it. There's just, there's no other option. And, and my mom, everybody told me like, you can't do that. Don't do that. Why are you doing that? But my heart was like, don't just listen to me. I know. I know it's best for you. That's a great example. That is so cool. And you know what? I, what I really love about it, Kate, is like you said, there were all these rumblings, all this energy around you, going, "She's crazy. She's ruining her life. What is she doing? Oh my gosh, this is silly." And that can really be persuasive. Right? It can really change us. And you're like, "Yeah, I know all those things. Everything you're saying is possible." It is. It, it absolutely could do all the things you're saying, but I'm going anyhow because that's what my heart tells me to do. And yeah, your I'm heart, your heart knows best always. Yeah. 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 What a great example. Thank you for sharing these stories with us. Thank you. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it 
and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingofpartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This, this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.